Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our weeks and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to give a big shout out to a lot of our Patreon sponsors. That's right, we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can support us, help us keep going, and get your name right at the beginning of the podcast and get access to over a bunch of bonus episodes. So here we go. Big thank you to M. Lozier, Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie X., Texas Teacher Kristen, James and Allie J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jen Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Jessica A., Swift Live Owners, Amanda F., Ariana L., Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M., Aldrich T., La Scorpionita, Brent M., Teresa H., Biker Teach, Christina B., Jason F., Abby B., Sarah B., Regina M., Josie S., Sam B., Mary E., Kristen W., Vanessa J., Mary C., RJR, Johanna H., Irma A., Nimi, and Sarah N. I also like to give a big thank you to all of our sponsors at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics and stock up on all kinds of resources for your theater classroom. I mean, even if you don't have a theater classroom, if you're like, say, hmm, a history teacher who's been forced to do a one-act play, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. You'll find some great resources there. All right, friends, this is episode number 213, and I got together with Bunny and Count and Lucille, and we had a really good morning eating bagels and lox and having coffee spiked with schnapps that was sponsored by you guys, the patrons, and it's a really fun episode. I hope you guys like it. Enjoy. I think that will do it. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by the lovely Lucille Lane. Hi. <laughs> so enthusiastic. Hi. And also with me today, I have Mr. Count Chocolate. Happy New Year. And also with us today, Miss Bunny O'Hare. Happy 2024. Well, friends, I am so glad you're here. New Year's has passed. A lot of us are going back to school for the first time this week. A lot of us are just struggling. I think I've got some classes this week. My life's a little crazy and chaotic, and I mean, it always kind of is, but this week more so because I have a teacher conference I completely forgot about until a few days ago, and it's Wednesday, and I have to do the things to mentally prepare for it. But I don't really want to talk about work, which is weird because this is a work <laughs> podcast. I'm more interested in you guys. So let's, let's think about, you know, New Year's things. What kind of energy are you going to try to bring into New Year's this year? And I don't want to hear anyone say they're going to give it all to their work because I don't think it's anyone in this room with me right now. But, like, for your own personal self, what kind of energy are you trying to tap into or bring along for your New Year's? I'll go first. I, right now... I'm just going to try to do grace because, you know, therapy, it's a hell of a thing. And my therapist points like, you know, Elvis, you're, you're very compassionate towards others. You're very forgiving and understanding of others when they don't have whatever they're doing. And you would never be upset at someone if they didn't do this, this, and this in their personal life. So why are you beating the fuck out of yourself for not doing all the things? And I was like, oh. And so over the holidays, I tried to, if I had one of my little miserable days where I was in a depression, if I 
did the dishes and got the house somewhat clean, that was a win. It's okay that I didn't do all the 5,000 other things on my to-do list. And my goal was just to do one thing a day. If I could get one thing accomplished, and some days I had nothing accomplished, and that's okay too, because if my friend was depressed and having a hard time, I wouldn't beat them up for taking that time for themselves. So why am I beating the fuck out of myself? So that's my thing. I'm going to do grace for myself because my friends understand. So why would I beat the fuck out of myself? I should love myself more than my friends do. But anyway, Bunny, <laughs> what kind of energy are you trying to tap into or bring into 2024? Uh, similar vibes, actually. Just the goal of doing... Being just, just a little bit ahead of where I was yesterday. But, like, just from... Not, like, yesterday in the philosophical sense of... Like, no, like, literally yesterday. Was I grumpy yesterday? Okay, I'm going to try to not be grumpy today. Like, just little small things and... Yeah. Forward Small motion. incremental change. That's the name of the game. I think we all beat each other up because it's not ourselves up, not each other, because things aren't perfect. I'm starting to work out. I shouldn't expect to be able to bench 300 pounds the first day. And so if I'm only going up like two pounds that week and my bank account is you know, 2% better than it was or if my house is 2% cleaner, that's still positive forward motion. People are like, oh, man, I'm going to start a diet. I'm going to eat all healthy. Well, you might have had some leftover candy or something you find stashed away. Is that really worth beating yourself up? And did you eat the whole bag? Did you just eat one or two pieces? Did you show any kind of restraint? So who cares if you slip? If it wasn't as bad of a slip and you're making progress, that's, that's part of it. And I'm trying to be understanding with myself for that. Because I know if any of my other friends came and talked to me, they're like, hey, I'd be like, you need to just love yourself. You're doing great for where you are. But I don't see that. If I would not say it to you, Elvis, don't say it to yourself. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there goes my dirty talk. But, Cal, <laughs> what about you? What kind of energy are you trying to bring to 2024? Uh, I think 2024, I just want to do the things I can do each day. And honestly, I always have some kind of a mantra or something I try to put out there for the whole year. I'm going one day at a time. And whatever helps me get through that one day, and I can help ensure that I awake the next day, I'm all for it. And that starts with me sleeping more. That is my goal is not to sleep the whole year, but to get decent sleep at night. And then while I'm awake, be productive. Yeah. And I'm all for 1%, 2% better than yesterday. Um, so if I have more positive days than negative, I'll take it. And if as long as we're moving forward at a faster pace than, you know, on the days when it feels like you're taking a step back, I am 100% on board for that for yeah. all year. There's a great saying that says, don't expect to eat the fruit from a seed you just planted. Because oh. wow. it, it's, it's going to take time. And so it, it, it's pretty brutal. But all those little things work. Even if you have a do-nothing day, at least it's not counting negative against you. It's little things. Lucille, what about you? What kind of energy are you trying to bring in this year? Uh, improvement through change. And, and that just is not like... I'm going to change the way I eat. Well, I'm going to do that, of course, but um, I'm changing my uh, environment. I'm changing the way I perceive things. I'm changing anything you can think of. It's, it's going to be changed. Um, what is it that, <clears throat> help me out here, the 
definition of insanity. Doing the doing same insane. thing with expecting different results. Right, and that doesn't happen and I'm going insane. So mm -hmm. let's, let's change it up. Uh, I think change is very, 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 very good, especially when uh, it affects your attitude. Uh-huh, a hundred percent. I think that's the thing all of us need to take in is that nothing's gonna change huge and quick and overnight. It all takes time and you just gotta love yourself and try and oh man. And I think the big other thing is we gotta start doing stuff for ourselves and for our family. And that's more for me, because I was thinking, you know, talking with my therapist, because that's what I do. They're like, you know, you are all in for something else or for this goal, for either a work goal or for a, a person. And you went in 100% and you were able to move mountains. You were able to get all these things done. Imagine if you just went 100% for yourself and did it for you instead of doing it for a job or doing it for a spouse or a potential partner or whatever. Think of what you could do with that energy. But you only do it when work asks you to or when. So why don't you take care of yourself and I'm trying. I'm trying. So we're going to see where that goes. So Teacher Needs Drink Podcast has a mailbag. If you have something you'd like to send us for us to talk about or ask about or a situation, you can hit us up at the contact us page of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. Today we have a message from Princess Buttercup. All right. She says... Has anyone ever had a bad admin get their comeuppance after treating staff terrible? I recently did, and I can't help but enjoy it. My district has an admin that was nothing but trouble. He was the reason our union filed many grievances, so we were happy to see him go when he quit to take a job closer to his home. He got away with so much, but at least he wasn't our problem anymore. He wasn't well-liked in his new district from the start, as he was up to the same behaviors that my district let him get away with, and that our union had had to work so hard to keep in check. I heard about how much the new school was struggling with him from a friend who works in the principal's new school. Well, I just found out that he is already being fired for how bad his behavior was at the staff Christmas party. It's such hot tea that I had to share and see if anyone knows of a similar scenario happening. They held a party at a local restaurant, and the principal got absolutely belligerently drunk. He was so loud and making such a ruckus that other patrons of the restaurant were complaining about his behavior. So the restaurant manager went over to see what was going on. The principal must have had a clear enough thought to realize that there could be blowback for being caught out of an event with employees and acting unprofessionally. So when the manager asked for his name, the principal instead gave the name of a different principal at another school in his district. The sloppy principal was eventually taken home. Well, the restaurant manager called the district office to complain about the principal's behavior. The superintendent actually decided to handle the situation personally. He called the principal whose name had been given, and that person said, he had no idea what the superintendent was talking about and can prove he had been home all night and not out causing a public spectacle. His school had not had their party at the restaurant. It didn't take long for the superintendent to figure out what school was having a party there and who the principal must have actually been. Well, Monday morning, staff got to school and found a new interim principal in the office and the principal's picture and contact had already been removed from the website. It's harassment to try and frame a coworker for your own bad behavior and this district wasn't having it. That's a dramatic story, but to me, also a funny story of belated justice, and I found myself having a little schadenfreude and feeling like someone who had gotten away with being so underhanded and such a bully was finally getting their comeuppance. Thanks, Princess Buttercup. Well, amen. That's wow. kind of a great story. Yeah. 
I, I've known some principals who were slimy. I've known some who would probably, I don't know. I feel most of the principals I've worked with, as shitty or whatever, they would have the common sense not to get that drunk at a holiday party in public. Maybe if it was at their house or something, you could see towards the end of the night, like they were a little more relaxed. And I've definitely seen some teachers get a little fucked up at holiday parties and after hours. Yep. Never to the point where they had to give fake names to management. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Count, you got a big smile on your face. What are you thinking? Oh, uh, man. I, you know what? That's karma. But at the same time, had that principal not given the name of someone else, I don't think the, rep, the repercussions wouldn't have been nearly as severe. It, unless there was a video that leaked and showed, you know, said lewd behavior or whatever was being said. But when you give your name, when you falsify who you are, as an educator or, you know, as a principal, yeah, you have that coming. And it sounds like as swiftly as that happened, either his name was, like, his head was already on the chopping block or, yeah, someone at the admin office or superintendent had already had enough of that foolishness and it was time to uh, go ahead and clean house. Yeah, I think he almost might have gotten away with it had he not given a fake name. Like, yeah. they probably would have slapped you on the wrist, talked down to you. Because I know teachers, I mean, you can get a DUI and you can still teach and get your job, but I think if you push things too far, they're not going to tolerate any of it. Lucille, what do you think about this? I see another little smile on your face. I, I, would, be, I would be surprised if you talk to colleagues and they weren't surprised. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly, like, yes. That person absolutely... It's part of their personality, and uh, if, if it wasn't going to happen then, it was going to happen at a different time, maybe a different situation. That probably wasn't the first time they'd done something like that. <laughs> probably not, and that's why they tried it. Let's see, we're going to say hypothetically if um, somebody um, that I once worked with possibly hypothetically knew a principal who um, had gotten, had made a lot of enemies at one campus, uh, this principal was known for throwing their teachers under the bus and saying one thing to the teacher and then one thing to their boss, manipulating situations to get themselves out of trouble and to make other people look bad like the teachers. Um, so they were not liked at this campus. The next year they got a principal job at a different campus. And hypothetically, let's just say that this person um, ran off so many teachers that the district tried to fire them, and then the principal lawyered up. Oh. So then they tried to move them back to the first campus that they had been at as the AP, where everybody hated them, and the teachers there may have threatened to walk. And so then they had to move this person to an assistant principal campus at on the other side of the district. Why aren't they, instead of moving them to two schools, why aren't they moving them like out of the district? By that I mean fire them. It seems that there was not enough documentation or I's being dotted and T's being crossed to be able to. That makes sense. But this guy, this this yeah. Joe no, Schmo, he, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get caught. <laughs> You're screwed, man. You just get caught. Good. I, I, I feel people need to be weeded out of education, but... It's getting hard now because people aren't being weeded out. They're just leaving because they're not putting up with the shit anymore. I feel that at this point, bad admin is what's going to be the cause of the school. You can't blame a neighborhood. You can't blame a community. You can blame the atmosphere of the school. And that is set and controlled by the admin. That is literally their job is to make it better, make it worse, help out with anything. Hey, 
guys, guess what? 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 What's up? We have a Patreon. I love that. It is amazing. For as little as $5 a month, you can subscribe to our Patreon and get access to over 105 different little pieces of audio content. There are lost episodes, rarity, b-sides, lots of exclusive episodes, interviews with the host. There's a great one that's caught, or where we're catching with uh, Shirley Temper about what she did all fall. It is very, very interesting. So you should sign up to our Patreon here, your name right at the beginning of the podcast, and do it now! Yeah, you. All right, my friends. So starting this year, we made a recording. I, I did a long session with Miss Shirley Temper, and she, while not in our area where she can come to our live recordings, managed to record a lot of the Would You Rather questions for us. And so we're going to hear from Shirley as she reads our Would You Rather question. Yes. Are you guys ready? Yes. Absolutely. All right. Would you rather... Drive a smart car off a ramp over the fucking Grand Canyon, <laughs> or you're always naked. Drive a smart car off the over or into the Grand Canyon, or always naked. Over or into? Into. Oh, let's hear. I think it was over. I think it was over. How do you go over it? <laughs> oh, without going into. You're it. Always naked. So, like, there's an imaginary virgin driving over. I don't think I want to be always naked. It's not because I don't want to see people to see me because everyone needs a piece of this. Not everyone. There's a lot of you guys. I'm sorry. No. But I I'm not worried about that. It's more just the elements. I don't like being hot. and I don't like, well, I don't mind being cold, but I don't want to be cold with my midlets hanging out. And so I'm going to go for over into the Grand Canyon and just hope it doesn't kill me. Those, like... Maybe that little smart car can like, like airbag up and turn to a little volleyball. I don't know. I'd say most of my nightmares that give me the worst sensations is the falling one. And I think it's because in the dreams you can have that falling feeling while you're falling. And so I've had lots where like a car is going off or I'm falling. I don't particularly enjoy that. I almost feel that's how I'm going to go out because I have so many dreams where that's happening. But... Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the car. I'm gonna embrace it. What about you guys? What are you thinking? Nudity or Grand Canyon? I'm nudity. Yeah. I'm nudity. I don't I don't I don't want to um, take any kind of chances that I'm gonna make it or not. I'm afraid of heights. Absolutely, absolutely not. I'll just uh, naked all the time. All right. Naked all the time. Count, what about you? I've got a better appreciation for my body over the past couple of years. You're looking but, fit, man. <laughs> thanks. Um, the Grand Canyon is huge. I, you're, not, you're not making it out of that. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like there's no way I survive that. So for the sake of continuing life, y'all gonna get me in the buff. Yeah, all right. And yeah. Bunny, what about you? <laughs> See, I'm looking for the, the loophole here, and I'm thinking that the Grand Canyon is large enough and wide enough. And there's got to be some place where it's like a shallow drop. <laughs> sure. So I'm going to take my chances. I'm going to look mm -hmm. until I find the place for the, like, five-foot drop to the next ledge. Because it never specified that you had to go all the way to the bottom. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. It's got to start somewhere. And I imagine at the top, it's a smaller, like, you know, it's not just all of a sudden. Have y'all been there? No, I yep. haven't. I've seen okay. pictures. It's huge. I know it's huge. It's, it's, it's majestic it's and beautiful, I don't but remember. it's deep. But it's got to have a beginning somewhere. It's not like the Grand Valley or the peak. It's the end. But, like, when you get, like, as you walk to the edge where it's, 
there's you the have, metal yes. railings. You can see. Well, maybe, you can maybe see the cars and all the other people. <laughs> I mean, you're in a smart car, so it does. I mean, I don't, I don't think it matters. Like you're going to hit it and it's going to explode. Yeah, there's no wings and that battery. I will be pop. naked and I will run around and people can deal with it because I'm still alive and I'm, you know. I, I just. I don't feel like I want to be naked. Anyway, friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today. Ms. Bunny O'Hare, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me back. It was a pleasure, as always. And Ms. Lucille Lang, you are a delight. I love you and your amazing space. Oh, thank you. And Mr. Count Chocolate, I've missed you. It's been like a month since I've seen you. I'm just glad I'm here. All right, my friends. Everyone out there, make sure you're taking care of yourselves and your mental health. See, this is one of those other things I say all the time that I try to do for myself, but I'm better at others. But anyway, take care of your mental health. Therapy is usually covered by your district insurance, and if not, there's better help and lots of options, and you can even ask them just point blank for a discount, and usually they'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. You say, hey, I'm unemployed, or I'm having a hardship, or I'm a teacher, and they don't pay me much. You'd be surprised they'll knock 30% off it. I'm not paid by this at all. I just really want people to have, you know, Help with access. I think it's what it is. All right, my friends, everyone out there, deep breaths, deep drinks, cheers! <laughs>